Taking camera one in three, two, one. Good morning. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to another episode of I'll Take Three. I like that you added the click in there. Treasure hunt. I, uh, they can't see me do the head thing that he does, <laughs> so I had to add you a should, oh my gosh, audio. This, sorry, we're gonna, uh, I'm going to go up on a tangent right now. So when he does charades, he can't keep quiet while he's <laughs> doing it. When he does like actions, he'll be like... <laughs> 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 like whatever like, <laughs> like he's uh like he's on uh he's on whose uh, line is it anyway whose line is it yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. Colin Mockery and Ryan Stiles over here it's so funny I mean, every time I'm like you can't make noises <laughs> that's funny <laughs> okay well, anyways that was just for the sake of the podcast um but like I said this is another episode of I'll Take Three a Movie Treasure Hunt where we dive into a specific theme every every week uh, and uh Find a film that fits that theme. Um, so if you haven't listened to last week's episode, Which uh, you we should. selected a theme. And last week's episode is the Adjustment Bureau. So I think you know the theme, right? It's obvious. It's obvious. Matt Damon movies. Movies That's starring right. Matt goddamn Damon. And his pretty little tush. But oh. unfortunately... Only, only if movie. you <laughs> don't have the free will to choose the theme. No, the theme is uh, movies that either have Jim Carrey in it or someone who's acted with Jim Carrey in it. Has somebody acted with Jim Carrey from the Adjustment Bureau? Uh-huh. Was, are you talking about when Will Ferrell was, or not Will Ferrell, I'm so sorry. Uh, who are we talking Matt about? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. No, we're talking about uh, Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim Carrey. <laughs> was Jim Carrey ever around uh, Statue of Liberty? Matt David. What? I can't. Yeah. Because the Statue of Liberty from uh, the Adjustment Bureau? You know? Christmas with the Crakes. There we go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, this is going nowhere. So, Kristen, It was Yes have, Man. God. Yes Man. Yeah, Zoe Deschanel is oh, in. Uh, Zoe Deschanel's no, not yes in the Carrey. Adjustment Bureau. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, our theme is like Jacob kind of tried to <laughs> allude to. I was trying dealing with free will, uh, free free will. What's the rest? Of <laughs> oh, Pre- predeterminism, destiny, fate. Yeah, that's right. Um, so that turns us to uh, this week's film. So before we tell you what that film is, though, even though you've seen it on your little podcast app, my name Spoiler is Alex. Alert. Jeez. And I'm joined by two hosts, uh, both in front of me, because we are recording via Zoom. Uh, the first is the one who just flexed their muscle, Kristen. Oh, yeah. That's me. <laughs> do, you, do you like my guns? Uh-huh. I got two tickets <laughs> to the gun show. Firepower. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, then, I'm Kristen. Don't. <laughs> Joining us is the guy who um, just keeps staring at me. Because you're so gosh dang gorgeous on this Skype call. Thank you very much. Zoom is going to sue us because we're not using Zoom, Alex. We should use Zoom. Now Zoom's better than Skype. Oh, that's not nice. Don't say that. (laughs) Suck it, Skype. Unless you want to sponsor us. This has been an ad for uh, Facebook Messenger. (laughs) 
What's your hey, name, sir? I'm Jacob. Sorry. <laughs> you, can, uh, you want me to do my plug right now? Is that you want me to do? <laughs> no, we just getting our names out there. Because uh, today we are going to explore a movie with a, somebody's name in it. And this movie was chosen by Kristen. Kristen, what movie did you pick? Uh, the Truman Show. 1998 Truman Show starring Jim Carrey. The Yes I, Man himself. I like this movie, guys. Spoiler alert. You don't? Or you I do? I do. I do like it. Oh, okay. I like I ne- this movie, too. I've never seen it. I hope it's good. You haven't seen it yet. <laughs> we gotta pause. We'll take a short. What's the runtime of this movie? About two hours. Short. About two hour break, guys. We'll be back. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this film definitely deals with the ideas of free will and um, a little less the destiny, of the fate, but free will yeah. for sure. Free will. You know, this one. You know, definitely simulated reality. If we mm-hmm. if we were doing that, Matrix would fit so well in this too. But Definitely. No. Also, think, uh, the Hunger Games. Right. I think Matrix has a lot to do with fate and destiny too, because it's all about the one. Yeah. And stuff. So, um, that was a movie I considered picking for this theme, but obviously did not. Even though I think I've been talking about picking it since we started this podcast. You have. You've talked more about <laughs> it than your actual pick, which we will get to later. But we're on Kristen's pick right now, The Truman Show. So let's. Focus in here. Um, yeah, Kristen, do you want to give us the, maybe the reason you picked it and a little background uh, from your history watching it? Um, well, I uh, never had seen the show until the show, this movie, until you had uh, made me watch it. <laughs> It was a couple, like a couple years ago. It was a while ago, but um, I had never seen it before, and I just think it's a really cool movie, and it's a cool. I, I mean, I don't know if it's a cool idea. It's just kind of a cool story about it because I think it's dumb that they would do something <laughs> like that to a little kid. Yeah, like you know, have him grow up on a TV show his whole life, and he doesn't even know. So. But otherwise, I think it's really good because it's like a breakout performance from, 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 I can't talk. Flom. From, <laughs> from Get Jim your from, Carrey. get your flom over here, get your flom. Because I like that he's like dramatic in it. Like he definitely played his character yeah. very well, but he had like little bouts of comedy in there too. But I definitely liked his more dramatic acting in this one. Me too. I agree. Especially because he was, you know, coming from, you know, before before this, he had hit that heyday of movies, you know. From He started in, you know, of Liv- in that, that TV show um, with Living Color. Is that what it's called? In Living Color. In Living Color. And then uh, then he had, like, Ace Ventura and... Um, the Mask. The Mask. It was Dumb and Dumber in this? Or was Dumb that and after? Dumber, 94. Yeah. So it was, all, like, yeah. this heyday of, a heyday of things. And... Um, the only, I don't have a ton of fun facts about this movie, but um, one that I do have is uh, the director, Weir. Um, Paul mm-hmm. Weir, is that his name? Peter Weir. P- Peter. Yeah. Peter Weir. Uh, basically, uh, in, a, uh, in, a, in an interview that Jim Carrey had done with Charlie Rose, he said that Peter Weir hired him basically from the, uh, from the poster of Ace Ventura. He, he saw him and he said, He's, that's got to be the guy. And... Uh, for, for for this movie and also mm-hmm. like a lot of a lot of the things that 
Jim Carrey was kind of going through at the time. You know, all the fame from these movies that were hitting where he became, like, the first, like, billion-dollar man, basically, was what he was in this period of time where he was movie, movie, movie that was crazy hit after crazy hit and just so popular, cameras on him all the time, just constant paparazzi. Like, he was living the Truman Show in his real life, you know, basically. Yeah. So. Definitely. Yeah. Those are That's about my only, those are my only interesting facts that I have about this movie, but... What about uh, your history with this film? Mine? Um, I don't know. I So I'd never seen this movie until I think when we first started getting on Letterboxd, when you made us get on Letterboxd, Alex. And um, I was... When I made through, you guys get on Letterboxd? Yeah, when you discovered Letterboxd and forced us by gunpoint to get on Letterboxd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was going through movies of like watch list you know ooh, what i want to watch and yeah um i realized how many movies i haven't seen you know and the truman show i i knew i loved like jim carrey and i had seen like his some of his 90s movies that were funny and i had seen the internal sunshine and spotless mind so i knew he could do some dramatic roles but i hadn't seen the truman role, truman show so i watched it a couple years ago uh and i don't remember it a ton before i watched it again today um but i remember liking it before and yeah. I remember, I remember the scene very vividly of him on the boat, and the very opening sequence where he's walking through, like getting the newspaper and stuff like that. But I don't remember; I didn't remember anything in the middle until I oh, watched wow. it today. But I remember that beating it in really well. Yeah. Um, really quick for anyone who's listening, and I know we've talked about Letterbox before, but if you don't know what it is and you don't use it. Um, and you're listening to this podcast, you obviously a, are in, into movies. This is um, the gun, guys. This is the gun. So just it, <laughs> if people are interested, it's fun. It's uh, an app or a website where you can log movies you've seen before or keep a diary of movies as, as you watch them. And you can rate, review movies as well um, if that's something that you're into. And you can keep a watch list on, on the app. It lets you shuffle the watch list too so you can – Use it to help pick a movie to watch. Um, and then you can keep up with your friends and um, anyone who you f- you know find on there who you'd be interested in seeing their watch history, reviews, all that fun stuff. So really, really good app, fun to keep up with. Yeah, in all seriousness, I do I do really like it. I love that uh, it keeps track of like the movies you've seen this year. So I thought I've watched a lot more movies, but as of right now, it says I've watched mm-hmm. 65 this year, which... Uh, isn't that many considering uh, how far along we are into the year? But you know, yeah, I don't know what it was last year. I have to take a look, but feels like feels like it was more than last year. Yeah, it's hard to say because you'd have probably have to go in and count them. Um, mine, I've slowed down a bit because I feel like I hit a hundred a couple months ago, but I'm only at one twenty one now. So oh, wow. I haven't been watching movies as much the last couple months. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, my history with this film i cannot remember the first time i saw it. i'm sure it was um when i was a teenager is would be my guess because i don't remember seeing it when i was a kid um when it came out obviously um but i really enjoyed it it's got that sci-fi um element to it in a way with not even like a a sci-fi story but it's just like a twilight zone story again well and it was partially based on a twilight zone um, episode called uh, Special Service. Um, oh, really? Yeah, because uh, the Truman Show was originally a spec script written by uh, uh, Nicole, who wrote the, into writing the whole thing, you know, 
Uh, yeah. that was, it was inspired by a, by an episode of the Twilight Zone um, called Spectrum, which was written by J. Michael Streskinski. I think is what his okay. name was. Yeah. Um, but it was a, it was a little bit different. It was a story set in New York City um, versus this, which is yeah. His like spec script said it was more um, thriller based, suspense yeah. based too. So a little um, bit, little bit different. One thing I, I we we saw too within the IMDb trivia, who who knows how true it is, but there's a Philip K. Dick story. Speaking of another Philip K. Dick story that um, really closely resembles this film. Wow. Yeah, Philip K. Dick, man. We gotta, it's like we gotta time, time on a joint or something like that. Yeah, Christine. it was something like that. But uh, I've seen this film quite a few times over the years, and it's one I've always liked going back to. Um, the Jim Carrey, like you guys have said, is excellent. He he won the Golden Globe for this um, as Best Actor and then wasn't even nominated for an Academy Award, which oh, is wow. crazy to me. This had some Academy yeah. Award nominations, didn't it? Yeah, but not for his role. Oh, um, Ed Harris was nominated for his role as Best Supporting Actor, and the director was nominated, but it, it, he wasn't, Jim Carrey, and the mil- movie wasn't nominated for Best Picture either. Oh, wow. Um, and the script was nominated for Best Original Screenplay also. Um, and then he won for um, Best Actor in a Drama for Golden Globes because they separate him in the Golden Globes. And then the following year, 99... He was in Man, Man on the Moon, Man, in, Man on the Moon, and playing Andy Kaufman. Oh and man! And he won Best Actor in a Comedy, um, to back to back, but n- not never nominated for either role for an Oscar. Gosh, is crazy. man! Man on the Moon is so good. I I forget yeah. that he's in that. That's Jim Carrey sometimes. Yeah, he's so good in that movie. Um, but that's my story with watching this. Um, um, so real quick, um, that Philip K. Dick, uh, novel is called mm -hmm. joint out of or time out of joint. That's what it's called. Um, and I looked up like the, the back cover of it, you know, and it talks about like, uh, Ray, Ray gold gum has a unique job every day. He wins a newspaper contest. And when he isn't consulting his charts and tables, he enjoys his life in a small town in 1959. At least that's what he thinks. But then strange things start happening. He finds a phone book where all the numbers have been disconnected and a magazine article about a famous starlet he's never heard of named Marilyn Monroe. Um, When Ragel skips town to try to find the cause of these bizarre occurrences, his discovery can make him question everything he has ever known. So it kind of sounds like it's the same thing. I mean, yeah, very similar. Yeah. Except there's a uh, way less Marilyn Monroe in this in this movie. <laughs> there's a a falling satellite star though. Uh, yeah. Just like they kind of kept they kept that like time frame <laughs> in the Truman Show world though. Yeah, like the 1950s. Yeah, they totally. Yeah, yeah, because like his wife was wearing like that old style nurse, you know, kind yeah. of uniform and. Everybody's they wearing like old kind of, yeah. So I can kind of see that, but it was like more modern day on the outside. Yeah, it's interesting because he would have, if he was 30, and let's just say it's set in real time. He was 30 in 98. He would have been born in 68, right? So mm-hmm. the 50s were pretty recent. Um, and I wonder if they captured the 50s right away and then just kept it that way. 
Um, so he has no concept of time, ta- changes in technology and well, all yeah, this stuff. Well, think be, about, I mean, he has think about all the cameras. And stuff, but, oh, yeah. yeah. That he does have his computer. But think about all the little cameras they have. Like his ring that he has is a camera. And like mm-hmm. there's rings on like the mail, like trash can lids from the neighbor. Yeah. And just cameras everywhere that are like microscopic. Yeah, it's amazing. And I mean, just that dome they've built too to house yeah. this. Like, and that must have been built from space. Since we've, like, watched a lot of movies that were based off of Philip K. Dick novels and stuff, I looked him up and um, it says that 11 novels and short stories have been adapted to film, notably Blade Runner, based on Mm -hmm. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, Total Recall, Minority Report, and A Scanner Darkly, as well as television's The Man in the High Castle. So it's like, geez... His yes, books are really good enough to where they want to adapt them to film. Yeah, he's uh, that. He, wrote, he published thirty six science science fiction novels and a hundred and twenty one short stories. Wow! Yeah, he's really That's prolific. Crazy. Those sci fi authors back in the day that was really big. It's kind of um, not as big of a thing anymore. Sci fi writers, but back then it was huge because you had him. Kurt Vonnegut, um, Ray, Bradbury. Ray Bradbury, Isaac Asimov. There was a lot of sci-fi authors back then. That's cool. Makes so me s- want to read the rest of his. <laughs> yeah, for real. We we could always mix in Minority Report or what were the other ones? Total Recall. She said. Total Recall. Um, yeah, one of them was a TV show that A Man in well, the High Castle. Mix that one yeah. in. Um, a scanner darkly. I don't know what that is. Um, it was a kind of animated ish movie they did. I think it had Keanu Reeves in it. Whoa. Oh, okay. But, um, some more interesting stuff. Uh, Jacob, you mentioned the screenwriter, Andrew Nichol. Mm -hmm. Um, he was originally going to also direct the movie, but, uh, the budget kept increasing and Paramount decided that they'd rather have a, um, as, you know, an A-list director instead. And so they paid Nicole a little bit more to step aside and just be the screenwriter. Uh, um, and Bri- cool. Brian De Palma was actually uh, under negotiations to direct uh, early on, um, but he left the talent agency that Paramount works with and stuff like that. And I guess it wasn't worth enough to keep working with him. Not De Palma. Palma, I like him. He's got some good movies, too. This would have been um, a movie, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. And some other directors who were considered, Tim Burton, Sam Raimi, Terry Gilliam, Barry Sonnenfeld, and Steven Spielberg. Uh, so all those, all, Peter those like, uh, all those big 80s and 90s directors. Yep, exactly. What was the, what was the budget for this movie? It ended up being sixty million. Sixty million, and it made two sixty-four. That's a that's a nice budget. Yeah, nice, nice little margin. And there. it came out in the summer too, like a summer blockbuster, essentially at that budget. Um, but it definitely doesn't fit the blockbuster mold. No, it does it's not. A, it's a very different type of film. Um, the uh, film was also filmed. The film was filmed film <laughs> a lot on location. You filmed film. Um, this uh, small town in Florida, Seaside, Florida, is a master planned communi- community. So it's like very, 
HOA, we're in control of how the houses look, all that stuff. Um, so they used it, and a lot of the extras in the movie are people who live in that town. Man, can I talk about the extras? The extras yeah. in this movie. I was gonna, I want to talk about it later, but I just want let's just talk about it now. These extras. What in the hell are they getting out of this job? Their entire lives are dedicated to this, right? They are have to be well, on set twenty four seven for. You know, I don't know if the extras theater. necessarily need to. Like, I mean, some of them do. Like you got maybe your guy. At, maybe at nighttime, you know, you don't need to be there, but at, then you're just gonna be sleeping, you know. But I, I mean, le- really, a lot of the time, I don't think they need to be there. So you've got. Let's think about the more prominent um, extras. You have the guy who works at the newspaper place. Mm-hmm. Really, that's the only time he needs to be there. Yeah, but if you think about like what, how fast like they're calling people up. Oh, he's running this way. He started get a roadblock. They gotta be ready to you know be going so they gotta be around you know that's that's true but i I don't think he had been that way up until then so they probably weren't that worried about it i don't know it kind of seemed like he had like it kind of seemed like they were ready for it you know it didn't seem like he had shown a ton until it It was when he saw his dad really yeah yeah so i don't know i mean he 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 had his desires but he wasn't really acting on them until then yeah I just think, like, what are they getting out of this? Because, like, they obviously, you know, if they're, yeah. getting, if they're getting paid a lot of money, they don't have a lot of time to spend it on anything. And well, like, the, the, how about, like, his best friend? Who's, like, who's his been whole his life. best friend since he was a kid, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, man, that's dedication. And to not even, like, really be a friend, even? Yeah. Gosh. And you think about it, like, he has to be there every day, really. Like, even weekends... Um, so, like, speaking of his friend, I saw that there was, like, a deleted scene of, like, when they're all looking for him, you know, later mm-hmm. in the movie, that his mm-hmm. friend, Marlon, finds him and sees him, but lets him go. He doesn't say that he found him. Oh, so, it's like, he, you know, was his friend the whole time because he, like, didn't rat him out to anybody and let him go along with what he was doing. I'm I'm kind of glad they cut that out because I feel like it be what a, a nice moment for him, but he still let him on for thirty years to be yeah, and especially with that moment where he's sitting next to him with the beer and he's or I guess not thirty lines. years, twenty five years, however long they were friends. Yeah. Um, one thing in the trivia that. I hadn't thought of is like when they talk about him getting pneumonia and being out of school for 30 days and then like him going on that Kaiser thing. The trivia is like, that was an excuse for him to like go on vacation and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, See, I was, uh, I was wondering if that was like a, Oh, we recast this guy type thing. Yeah. There was a f- couple of other interesting stuff. Um, this was around the time like CGI was starting to become really popular. So uh, they used a little bit of CGI in, in some stuff, but um, obviously this film didn't need a lot of that kind of yeah, uh, special didn't need effect. It, need it. Um, and uh, Jim Carrey, once he signed on, uh, he Weir felt he was perfect for the role, and um, he had Jim Carrey had already signed on to film The Cable Guy and Liar Liar, and Peter Weir decided to wait to film this movie instead of recast Jim Carrey. Because he wanted oh. him so much. That's pretty cool. 
The star and power that the... Jim Carrey had, man. Yeah. I like The Cable Guy. A lot of people don't like that movie, but I like that movie. I, I don't super like that movie. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you if I've seen it. It's 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 a it's a different one. It's a little more black comedy, a little darker comedy. Ben Stiller directed it, on. I think. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Turn turn the lights down. Ben Stiller Open from the Open the door. Wait, how's that go? Is that the right words? <laughs> I don't know that song. <laughs> what oh, are you singing? Turn down the lights. Oh, are you singing? Um, the front door. Turn down the band. Turn down these voices. That's it, yeah. What is that song? Um, I want to be an American idiot. Wait, that's not it. That's a different song. Oh, because I can't make you love me if you don't. It's a... a oh, God, what is that lady's name? Bonnie. And Clyde something that's what i was thinking alex shoot anyways that's a good song <laughs> is that in the cable guy no i don't know i was singing that. oh why were you singing it <laughs> i i don't know i said oh my god jeez alex <laughs> i thought that was part of the movie <laughs> he's just oh singing random god. songs for no reason in the middle of the podcast jeez. and then he can't remember the lyrics to them or how they go i like it all right. Any other facts you guys had? Yeah, do you guys know that Jim Carrey's in this movie? Who's he play? He is. Yeah, he <laughs> plays this guy named uh, Norman or something like that. I can't remember. Mm. Norm Macdonald. I've been all I've been doing is watching uh, Norm Macdonald clips all day long. Actually, I love today. Yeah. Oh wow! Like I watched I've watched him on uh, Conan and David Letterman and. Have, have you watched his roast at jo- the John Stamos roast? Yeah, where he that just like so freaking where funny. he just like bombs and it's just so funny. Yeah, it's oh, so every good. Every joke is like a good joke, but it's just but not a good it's joke. Just, yeah. yeah, it's so funny. He, it's a well crafted joke, but it's yeah. Not. Oh, okay. So in the trivia, I forgot I read this. That this movie's like studied in psychology. Like it's oh a, yeah, we should talk about that. It's like a prominent film that's like studied in different psychology classes and stuff because like people have actually suffered from like a mental illness where they think that they're on a TV show. Like oh, I could yeah, see that. They've actually a psychiatrist um, formally dubbed it. It's it's patients that have had schizophrenia, and it's been dubbed the Truman Show delusion. Oh wow. I uh, I would be terrified if, like, I could just kind of imagine just, like, you know, starting to kind of get the paranoia that, oh, man, I'm getting watched all the time, you know? Yeah. And just, just that little well, inkling. I remember when I was a kid, um, like, gosh, how old were we? Probably 12 or so. But Chase used to ask me every so often, he's like, Hey, you're not really just pretending to be my best friend, right? Like in the Truman Show and stuff like that. <laughs> like you have to tell me if you are. <laughs> I don't know. But um, so after hearing about the condition, Andrew Nichol, who wrote the screenplay, said, "You know, you've made it when you have a disease named after you." Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. 
The delusion has informally been referred to as the Truman Syndrome, according to an Associated Press story. So, it's not like a... It's just an element of schizophrenia, but it's big enough that you can refer to it that way. Well, I'll tell you, the only thing I have on my bucket list is to have a disease named after me, so... If I can get there one day... Well, you've either got to create the disease, or cure the disease, or I'm, diagnose a, the disease. I've got a, those uh, are the three things. I've got a lab that I'm working on some stuff, you know? The monster fuck? <laughs> I was working on the lab late one night. Yeah, it was, it's that. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, you want to dive Should into? Should we get in the movie? How yeah. long are we recording? An hour? Forty-nine minutes. <laughs> I've got some information. Okay. First thing: Paramount logo, classic logo. Love the stars going around the mountain. Every movie should be made by Paramount because I want to watch that logo. It's the best logo ever. The end. There's you no. You know what my no favorite music, one is? Yeah. My favorite one is TriStar, and it's because the the Pegasus. Pegasus is running through and it opens its wings. I think that's pretty cool. That one's pretty good. My you favorite is the Columbia logo. The With lady? The chick holding the late, yeah. The chick? Man. Now, uh, I guess I shouldn't make any comments. Because um, we're cutting all that oh other God. stuff out. <laughs> is chick offensive? Way to ruin it. God. No, you can leave you that part chick? in. Leave this part in. Um, so... I like the Warner Brothers logo too. When it shows like the back lot and then it gets all wavy and then it's the logo, the WB thing. Yeah. What's that one with the gears? Do you remember that one? I don't. I think it's one of the lesser studios. This one. I, I, can, I think that one's pretty cool. I can picture it <laughs> in my head, but I don't know what it's for. I always like cool. the New Line Studios logo too with the film reel and it has I the line am. across it. That one's good. What about the lion for MGM, guys? Where are we at? That one's classic, too. Especially the old school one when they use the real lion. Yeah. In this movie, though, um, there's no music underneath the Universal's... Paramount logo. Yeah, the Paramount. There's no music. (laughs) I have no respect for corporations and, you know... Just their their logos, logos, man. Who cares (laughs) about the corporations? They got enough money, most of them. Some of them don't because they've sold out, you know, but... They've gone under, too. Some They've of gone us. under, yeah. <laughs> but there's no music under this, which is cool. Interesting take. I like the way they start the movie. with They have, like, it's like a doc- documentary, I'm assuming, that they're showing a little snippet of. And they show credits for the show. For the show. show. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like Truman, whatever his last name is, as himself. Which Burbank. Pretty cool. Yeah, Burbank. There you go. Yeah, and then the people playing the characters in the movie, which yeah. it's it's funny they don't just let them have their real names like they're playing these people. They have fake names. Yeah, it's weird. Very weird. They get no credit. They can't live their lives. They get no money. I'm guessing. What are they going to spend it on? They get no money. What's the, what are they? Why would they get paid? They they the money's going to do nothing. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but the immediate mi- the, the opening, it made me think about, uh, you know, TikToks today and like social media today. Where mm-hmm. it's like people like recording their lives, you know, like today I'm getting dressed and getting my outfit ready. Here it is. You know? Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Um, 
I liked the like the tape recording effects too that they used um, whenever they like made it seem like it was on a old TV and stuff like that. Um, and it might not even have been effective. They might have just been like, okay, let's use this tape recording thing we have. Um, but you know, now it would be an effect because everything's digi- digital. So he's. They also say he's been in there. This is day 10,999 that they've been filming. So just assuming that the count started the day he was born, that means he's um, 29 years old and like 88% of the way to being 30. So he's not quite 30, but almost 30. Well, does it start when he's born? Because they show some sonogram pictures when he's in the womb. It yeah, it could bad? be a little younger then, if that's the case. It's hard to say because they said they he was like an unwanted baby or something like that. Well, they had five babies they were choosing from, and, and he was, he born was first, premature. Yeah. yeah, so it makes me think that they didn't actually start filming until he was born. Yeah, um, I mean they that filmed all sense. the babies. It sounds well. Like. They said they had a uh, they said they had like a, a a date of like when they're supposed to start filming, and he was the yeah. one that yeah. He met the deadline or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a he's he's a baby that's adopted by a corporation. I know. Which God legally adopted by a corporation, named by this screenwriter guy. Like, yeah, it's bonkers. Yeah, it's terrible. Talk about slavery. It's just awful. Jeez. Your entire um, life kidnapped. And then he he does his little. At a fun game for himself in the mirror and stuff like that. Um, which, you know, first time watching it, probably like, does this guy know that he's in a show and stuff? But he's not. I think he just has a very interactive imagination. Cause oh, yeah. I, honest, I think so, too. I, I just mean, like, a as a <laughs> as like a person viewing it, the movie, for the yeah. first time. If you didn't know just, what the story it's was. Funny, it's funny to see him doing that because he's just being himself, you know? Yeah. And because, like, I find myself doing that sometimes just being silly with myself and, like, talking and acting out whatever I'm doing. And Right. Just, it was, like, refreshing to see someone else doing that. <laughs> totally. I agree. And then his neighbor has a Dalmatian. And I just want to say... That I've been talking to Kristen for a couple months. I want a Dalmatian. I don't know why. I just decided that all of a sudden that I want a Dalmatian. And Are you really into fires? Yeah, I said if, if I had a Dalmatian, I could just take it to fires. Are you Cruella and Kristen, DeVille? Kristen was like, what, are you just going to go drop it off at a fire? <laughs> you can go what? find cats in street. Or maybe that was Jacob who said that. Somebody told me that. I didn't say that. I might have said that. You, you can always find cats inside of trees as well, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's true. When this light falls down from the sky, mm-hmm. and he just is like, "Huh? I know. What?" Was- I know. And then, like, the radio immediately has an explanation for immediately. it. Immediately, and he just stupid. and he just buys like- in. He's like, "Oh, okay. This specific event that happened only to me is on the radio." I'm I mean, like, he okay, doesn't. Don't worries. That's a, I mean, a big thing. I would think of like this big piece of, this not machinery, but you know whatever fell. Here's my question: Has he seen an airplane before? No. 
So what are they talking about? Yeah. It's true. But um, Christoph, his character has a line later in the movie when he's getting getting interviewed that I think really, I really like. Um, he says, we accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. And so why would you question it? You know, you just accept it the way it is. You Man, I question reality all the time. I'm constantly thinking about like, what if we're in a like what if our dimension where there's so much going on that we don't even realize is happening, you know, and we don't see the you know, whatever rays are happening, what if what if those rays are doing things that are like I mean like it's youth might that, consider those things, but do you actually think that that's the reality? That is the reality. It is? There's all sorts of so, shit going on that we don't realize it's happening. Yeah. I have anxiety, so I just kind of go with the flow. <laughs> I don't think about that very often, about like different realities and stuff, because oh, my, it makes my anxiety very high. So <laughs> I'm just like, woo, I'm just living the way I'm living. <laughs> I spend many hours thinking about like... I can't do that. It just, it's woo, like skyrockets my anxiety. So I'm like, okay. I think about it. To me, it's like, <laughs> oh, that that'd be interesting. But to me... It's like, I mean, I've everybody knows I'm an atheist. It's just part of that whole thing. It's like, eh, it's not. It, the simplest explanation is the explanation. But the simplest explanation doesn't explain so much stuff. You the know, I think simplest that explanation is that we just don't have the answer like, for it yet. But it's yeah. probably simpler than yeah, there which being is an what, alternate dimension. But that's the, that's the thing is if you don't know the answer yet, it's because you're not thinking in a in a you're only considering the reality that you are presented with. You're not considering other realities, so you're living within a bubble. Where I'm trying to figure out where the bubble burst. You know what I mean? And I'm like the just whatever. Yeah, totally. I'm I love just my oblivious bubble. to everything. <laughs> You're, you're Truman before yeah, he figures out I'm the like, camera's existing. Oh yeah, existing. okay, that's and I've seen the camera. I've seen the <laughs> I've seen the behind the elevator. You know, I'm well, how to... about that light that falls? It has the name of the star. It's replicating yeah. mm-hmm. too. That's funny. I'd have been like, oh, okay, cool. That like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> how about this whole thing, like being like because there's no commercials it's on all the time it's all a big commercial really his yeah. life is a yeah. commercial i wrote that down i was like all of the advertising so much product placement <laughs> and like the way those twins push him up against the ad so that yeah the billboard camera. yeah yeah well and then they said too like everything in the show is for sale mm-hmm. like they sell everything mm-hmm. yeah just go to trumanshop.com or whatever it is mm-hmm the um the some of the products too I wonder if they're Truman exclusive products or if it's just like Doritos who well <laughs> you know well, paid to be on there's definitely some like Elk Rotaries that's not a lawnmower company well not in real life but I mean like in the world of this is it a Truman exclusive or is it like I can't think of a lawnmower John Deere is it like that you know I don't understand your question. Like, if everything's available for purchase, wouldn't it all be real companies? Well, yes, but I'm saying, like, so you know how Kirkland belongs to Costco? Uh-huh. Um, 
So does Elk Rotary belong to the Truman Show Corporation, oh, or is it if it's like it part sold of the, Walmart? Is gotcha. it also it's sold? A, is it a subsidiary of the main yeah. company that is the monopoly creating all these things? Exactly. Well, that's interesting. Trickle like, down economics. Well, if you think about like uh, you think about like Marvel and the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe, constantly Audi cars, you know, but Marvel doesn't own Audi, you know. Right. And exactly, that, that's yeah. It makes me wonder if they're all exclusives, like. The hot cocoa. Like, well, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some kind of bias from the corporate overlords that run the Truman Show, you know. <laughs> and they have they have two guys who are at the filming area who have no power over anything. <laughs> they got no control. One guy's reading a newspaper where he's like looking at a he's looking at classifieds. Yeah, he's trying to find a new job. <laughs> um, the camera placements. I think are really fun because the whole everything almost is filmed from, you know, a fake camera. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's very little that they film without explaining which camera it's coming from. Yeah. Like there's that scene, the scene where he's like uh, going to that that revolving door and Mm -hmm. like the camera is kind of like trying to figure out where he's at and it's kind of like moving around all skirty, skirty like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love the way they did that. Um, you have the little button cams yeah, and, and all that stuff. Yeah, they definitely uh, – a lot of my notes are, oh, man, I like how they use use uh, like the, like what are called masks where it like makes the ca- – because it's all shot on a regular camera, right? And they add effects in later to make it look a certain way. And mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, cover up this. And then the scene later on where um, Truman is sitting in the car with his wife, you know, and when it goes to Truman, it's – got a white mask around it and it's got the camera shape but it's white and it goes to his wife it's got the same shape but it's black you know and it's like right. what does that represent the good versus the evil you know it's like why did they make that choice you know it's all interesting oh, interesting yeah i didn't think of that the um um foreshadowing early in the movie too like that shows the boat sinking and truman mm-hmm. won't go get on the ferry and stuff I didn't get that at all. I thought I was like, man, he's onto it already. Because I thought they just showed that he had no clue when he mm-hmm. wouldn't go on the boat. I was like, oh, he's just so suspicious. Like, does he think he's about to go get killed on the boat? What is he doing? Yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get the dad dying in the ocean. Well, yeah, it's it all foreshadowing at that point. Yeah. But there's a lot of that stuff early on in the movie. The the foreshadowing. Um, at the part when. Yeah, his wife is shilling that product. I can't remember which the first one. Oh, the peeler. She's like, I just got this oh, peeler. Yeah. Dishwasher safe. <laughs> yeah. I like that. It reminded me so much of a uh, like QVC commercial. Yeah. It does this and this and this. It's got seven <laughs> functions. He's talking to his friend at one point, and he's um, you know, saying he wants to go to Fiji and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he says, there's still islands in Fiji no human being has set foot on. And my first thought was, yeah, now there is because Survivor films there every year. And they've probably <laughs> been to every <laughs> island. <laughs> well, there's a there's cultures out there that have never had human contact. And in time, that, well, well, I mean, they are humans, but yeah, well, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, outside and they can't even contact them now. And there's like laws like in Bolivia and the rainforest and the Amazon rainforest. There's laws that are like, you can't yeah, contact, like, contact these around people because the indian ocean too there's those islands where if people have tried to go there and they've gotten killed and yeah 
and stuff. Well, not only that, but you co- like you bring so many diseases to the people that you mm-hmm. like wipe them out. So that's probably that's part of the reason why they try to kill you is because when they did have interaction, you killed half their population. You know, so yeah, you're you're a threat. Well, that's a it's crazy. It's not good. Talk about a bubble bursting on their reality. For real. Bring a laptop over there, you know, see what happens. They Show them a podcast. Internet. Have them listen to all take three. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? They would get no references that we make. <laughs> They'd be like, hello, you. Hello, you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I was just thinking of the. <laughs> so I was thinking, how can I work this into this discussion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I told you to sell the coffee at 7%. Um, And then he's on <sighs> hey. the. The beach, how about when it rains in one spot on him? Oh, yeah. And he keeps moving back and forth before they fix it. <laughs> but And I like how you can still see this one stream. Yeah. They fix it all. There's some stuff HD-wise that you can see like that. And then the at the very end when he's standing in front of the door, you can tell that it's just a black. Yeah. It's like It's almost like felt background. <laughs> it's not <laughs> well, the open door. And, and, and near the beginning of the, the movie where... Um, where they first like show the moon with like that that shot and just like man, that moon never moves. It's just sitting there. Oh yeah, you know? I didn't even think about that. And it's well, just I mean, so that's bright. Just his reality too. It's just his reality, and just but, and that's where like the studio is or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm just like man, that moon looks bonkers in the way that this sky looks. Right. Um. Before we move on, I don't know if you guys are okay with this, but. I gotta take a take a the the Peeman the Peeman show break. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What are you trying to say? I gotta take a pee, guys. Take a pee <laughs> break. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. Oh, nice. That's almost empty. You need another one, and you could. Um, I don't know, Kristen Howard's yours. Do you need another one yet? Are you okay? No, I'm good. I'll wait. Okay. How about Hitchcock slash Scully? I can't remember which one is which. Man, but. I, I put that, <laughs> I put down that it was Hitchcock. So I, I think it's down. Hitchcock. I can't remember. I have zero idea. I don't have any me. idea either. Yeah. Hold on, I'll find out right now. I wrote down Hitchcock, so that's what my money's on. I put Hitchcock slash Scully. I have no clue. I'm saying Scully. Oh, we were wrong, Oh, Scully? Dang. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. See, Alex, yeah. I told you you shouldn't play best with me. <clears throat> hey, do you want to put a parlay down for tomorrow? Look, okay. I've already got $65 in the I was account. looking at our picks, and you have $65 in your bank account? No. Or in your FanDuel account? My FanDuel account. I've already got it okay. down. I did a 15-part parlay if i put if i win i win three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> you're not gonna win what you keep it th- three or four that's what are you talking about more than that you're pushing your luck <laughs> if i put if i put one dollar down i win like four thousand dollars i mean if you want to do that <laughs> why not <laughs> what were you saying though i was saying i was i think our picks are the same this week. are they the picks seem so obvious this week yeah yeah, but hey, I, did you pick the, the, is this the is this the fantasy football podcast or is this the movie podcast? No, this is the Wait, real. I have, 
real betting podcast. <laughs> I have one question real quick. Jake, did you pick the Rams or the Bucks? Because that was like the... I, I picked the Rams. And the Seahawks or the Vikings? I picked the Seahawks. Yeah, we picked the same then. Because I feel like those are the two toss-ups. Yeah, I I just... I feel like, uh, you know, Rams, because they're at home, you know. Stafford, feeling like he needs to play in a big game against a big team. He's going to want to try to prove himself. I thought, too. And then I feel like Seahawks um, are going to win it. Well, yeah, I feel like, I feel like they're going to win it. Yeah. I feel so like Zimmerman's going to be fired. So the rest of the games you think are that obvious that we should bet on them is what you're saying? Dude, I almost put a 15-part parlay down for a dollar so t- to win like $4,000. I mean, do it for a dollar. Do it for a dollar. Okay. Okay. Um, cut, cut, cut all that out. If, or unless you don't want to. Um, so <laughs> I'll, I'll figure it out when I'm editing. Truman's down in his basement, um, and he opens up that trunk. Do you remember Mom had a black trunk like that? Yeah. That's what that's what made, that made me think of was Mom's yeah. black trunk. I love trunks and cases and boxes. I have a uh, I have two boxes on my floor right now. That one looks like a treasure chest, and one looks like a. Uh, you're just a com- container man. I am. I love containers. I got. I got little containers just like, just like sitting around, just like doing nothing. Is this where you work from? This part. part no, now? this is my bed. Oh, okay, I just um, it's like a good background with all your paintings back there. If you no. if you had to get on Zoom calls and stuff. Yeah, it would be cool, but no, this is just, just my bed. Oh, do you use a fake background on your Zoom calls? Nope. No, I do. I'm only on Zoom calls you once see where a month, I work. So. <laughs> And I'm also supposed to be the boss. So I'm like, I don't want to have a crappy, <laughs> yeah, work area as the boss. When I when I was doing uh when I had to do Zoom calls for uh, school, I used mm-hmm. to be in front of my bookcases, you know. Yeah. But now that I do one a month for my manager, I'm whatever. Who one cares? Wall. Yeah. You don't you know you like team meetings. Nope. Um, when they're talking about his, he's looking through his memories and stuff. Um, then they use like a flashback in the program. Did yeah. you notice that? I thought that yeah. was interesting. They're like, all right, he's doing something boring. Let's just show this flashback. Uh, I like how uh, at the Truman Diner or whatever it was, like yeah. we got this on we got this on VHS or whatever they said it was. You yeah, know. the greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> she, that one waitress who must be news. Like, can I borrow that? Yeah. I just can't imagine. I don't know. Do you think you guys would watch this? No. I wouldn't. Well, it made me think about Big Brother, right? Uh huh. You get the live feeds of Big Brother. You know, you pay for them, but you don't watch them. Boring. Sleep, you know, it's boring. They're boring yeah. anyway. When they talk, they're boring. Yeah. I'd rather watch the recap later. Yeah. The highlights are always better than the long, drawn-out, non-scripted. Try to catch something. Yeah. Reality show. Yeah. But, like, just the immoral stuff, too, about this, too. That, like. Mm-hmm. Although you could watch it like Sylvia and watch it hoping he breaks Changes. free. Yeah. yeah. Realizes. Which Sylvia, you know, in this whole thing, we haven't talked about her at all. Well, I we haven't gotten to that part yet in the film. I guess that's next, though. <clears throat> yeah. Because um, he goes to. Well, I have one thing. Um, so, you know, they start, you know, with his little newspaper scene where he's going through his life and setting up. I love how they uh, 
how the whole intro of the show is uh it's showing like so many different shots and like everything is like at an angle or crooked or a little off yeah. or it's got things in the foreground that are you know, taking your eye away. you know it's all really creatively set up every shot yeah in, during this intro totally and his all the stuff with sylvia like in that flashback I, it just makes me wonder why they kept letting this girl be on around set. yeah yeah why didn't they fire her or something i mean not even fire her but just be like all right you're it's too dangerous here's the rest of your pay for whatever contract you have but we can't well, have you on set anymore they don't care about that fired I mean, now we're just talking about contract disputes, and that's, I'm that's really a different in, podcast. I'm really into contract disputes. <laughs> but I've no, they're like, all right, let's years. let her pretend to study at the desk opposite of Truman and hope nothing happens. Like, Even even though we've known that there, he sees her because we dragged her away from the dance. At least in the adjustment bureau, they were like, okay, let's keep them away from each other, you know? Mm-hmm. They're not even trying in this one. No. And then she tells him all this stuff on the beach, like, these people are lying to you. It's a TV show, blah, blah, blah. And then her dad's like, uh, we're going to Fiji. And he believes that. Yeah. I just thought. He's like, what's in Fiji? Uh, yeah. Mental health. Help. Or whatever they say. Yeah. yeah. Um, How about the vending machine stalker guy still wearing that little hat? Yeah. I, I mean, his, it's Marlon, but... <laughs> his best friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, when he's talking to the machine, and he, like, is doing the chocolate bars, you know, and Truman's other talking to him, and he, mm-hmm. like, takes chocolate bars out of the machine to keep talking to him instead of having to, like, bend over and grab more stuff out of the ground. Like, that's oh, how I work. Oh, that's funny. I didn't <laughs> notice that. <laughs> instead of having to... Yeah. I just keep making it seem like I'm working, you know? That's funny. And then him, yeah, just trying to be spontaneous and stuff with the the elevator and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just it's funny how stupid they can be to just leave stuff yeah. like that. Like if they're gonna bother to fill this building with people, why would you leave that open? Yeah, for what reason? Do you have the they, somebody wanted a sandwich from crop services really quick? Yeah, you leave it open. Yeah, sloppy. And then he's. Looking at it, all those photos and stuff. Did you guys have anything before the photos? No, I I basically just had, like, you know, because we, we just watched the Adjustment Bureau. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking a lot about, like, that during this, you know, and, like, yeah. keeping him away from the reality of it and <laughs> stuff like that during this, which I was like, man, they're doing a terrible job. <laughs> on totally. And, like, yeah. with his dad and they send in, like, that um jogging team <laughs> yeah it's like do they just have these things on standby in case something happens that's what i'm sa- that's what i kept saying like people are just ready to go they're they're, they're ready 24 7 yeah you're right those happens. those extras you're right for sure yeah because that dad thing wasn't they didn't didn't think he was not yeah at that point and then he sees that picture though meryl has her fingers crossed yeah that cracked me up during the wedding i'm just yeah, like, what's the point of that? Like, <laughs> and why, I like how who is this for, Meryl? What just for yourself? I don't understand. <laughs> they have the they have the picture of Mount Rushmore, and he's like, that looks small. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, oh, let's look at something else. 
<laughs> he doesn't go look at it after I leave, though. But he goes and checks out the wedding picture again. He's like, oh, I remember you slept the whole way there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot to add when they, sorry, I totally didn't forget, remember this, but when he sees that back, the no backing on the elevator and they throw him out of the building and he just like smacks that guy in the butt with his briefcase. Oh yeah, the guy doesn't even pay attention. <laughs> For no reason. Yeah. Just like oh man, that was funny. <laughs> and then how about the next morning he goes and follows Meryl to work? Man, and she's like a nurse, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And going to the ACU. When she go, when like they're doing that surgery. Oh my god, that was the funniest thing. I went <laughs> so bad, like my Did stomach you? like got in a knot. Oh, I was man. just like imagining like the cutting of the skin or whatever. And oh, I was, see, like, I wasn't ah! thinking about that. I just they thought it was so funny. Now. How how nervous the doctor was. He's like, okay, yeah. I'm making good decision. <laughs> Doesn't he like drop something and then the patient like jumps yeah, the up and then they up. push him back? You're not yeah. gonna cut me, are you? <laughs> yep. Oh it's God. it's so funny. And then the one nurse who like tries to stop him before he bursts through the doors and stuff, like she looks so scared and stuff. Yeah. She's like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. Yeah. Um, how about the travel agency? Having the poster of the well, planes, like this oh could gosh, happen to those you. Posters. Yeah, that's yeah. like what travel agency would try to dissuade people for traveling. That and then she walks in. She's got like that napkin, the like she's getting her makeup thing. done. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny. That's a building that they've probably never used before. Yeah. Um, and then, then he gets on that bus because he's got He just got to get out of there, you know. So he's yeah. going to Chicago. And then I love this, where this, the bus drive, everybody's on the bus, and they're just Everyone, silent, yeah, nobody's talking moving. to each other. <laughs> Mommy, is that the guy? Bus. Is that the guy? No, don't talk about honey, just look forward, you know. And the bus driver is just like, <sighs> like, he takes a deep sigh, like, I gotta try to drive this bus now. Like, what is gonna happen? <laughs> and then he, bra- he breaks uh, it, and then everybody just, nobody's just grumbling, nobody's upset. They just grab their bags and hop off the bus and yep. go who knows where. <laughs> They're going to go in the green room. <laughs> yep. Beyond the elevator. So funny. Everything with Truman in the car with Meryl, too, mm-hmm. is just so good. Yeah. Him um, doing the going around the roundabout and then picking a road and then it gets blocked off. And then he goes back and he's like, huh, all the cars are gone. That's weird. Isn't that <laughs> ma- like magic? And this, this scene's actually kind of intense. You know, he's like going so fast and yeah, like they get the fire all, out of nowhere. All oh, of I love before it, it, the sign just says extreme danger. Yeah. <laughs> it say what it is. It just says extreme danger. It reminded me so much of uh, the cabin in the woods. Yes, like, yeah. Don't go down this road or whatever it is. That you film know. fits this theme. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And, and then, then like yeah, even the director the... behind the scenes, you know, uh-huh. and like watching him all the time. Man, it's yes. like a shot for shot movie almost. Man, one's a comedy, funny. one's a horror. The uh, nuke thing too. Mm-hmm. Like that's all crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah, just like having a whole like they have a facility just right off the road, and it happens to block this one road. It, yeah, we got yeah. So they've had that, that there the whole time. Is that like always been their fail safe? Do you think? I guess, but it's like, but then those extras were ready. Are they just there? 
All the time? They must just... God. Or they must be able to transport people across the <sighs> set fast. They got crazy technology? What? Maybe underground or something? Maybe they have like a uh, subway They system? are paying out the ass for some extras is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the um, And then he gets home with her and stuff and then she's she tries to plug the hot cocoa. Yeah, what you doing? The Edmonton cocoa? <laughs> He's and like, who are you talking He's to? He's like, what the hell are you talking about? That reminds me so much of Lance for some reason. <laughs> Just like a dollar general when I ask him a question. And they're like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? <laughs> yeah, and then she, he grabs her and she's like, do something. <laughs> and he's like, who are you talking to? Yeah. And then, and then here well, comes his best friend. Well, not to mention that right the there's door. a there's a policeman when they go up to that nuclear nuclear plow plow <laughs> facility. The nuclear facility. the facility, and then the he's like, "Oh, what's going on?" And the police officer is like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever." Okay, Truman, and he's yeah. like, "Truman, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he knows my name." <laughs> like they just let it slip so easily. Mm-hmm. And then um, Christoph, he's just trying to hold this whole thing together. And, yeah, he you is. know, giving the lines to Marlon when Marlon finally calms Truman down. And, like, he's like, hey, I'd never lie to you, Truman. Like, if- Which Marlon needs, like, an Emmy nomination. It's so for good. That on the yeah. TV show. Like, he was amazing in that scene. It, it really was. But then, like, he's like, I'd never lie to you. If I, if everyone was lying to you, that'd have to be me, too. And then he's like, oh, by the way, here's your dad. And, like, yeah. Truman obviously knew. He's like, okay, yeah, Marlon's lying to me. <laughs> yeah, he had to. <laughs> yeah, like, they could have just left it at the Marlon thing, I think. And they might have saved themselves. But bringing the dad back on was. I think I saw a thing in the trivia that was, like, he wasn't crying tears of joy to see his dad again. He was crying tears of realization that my best friend has been lying to me this whole time. Like he confirmed yeah. that this whole thing That makes is so, fake. so much sense. Yeah. And like what his dad's just walking down the bridge waiting for his cue in, in that fog. real life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. In, in my notes, this is the part where I, I noticed the cabin in the woods vibe, you know, where he's like, on the cameras like wait 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 take it mm-hmm. you know it reminded me of the cabin was a lot yeah there. going for the close-up all that stuff yeah totally um the uh then it shows you know the studio and i, for- I forgot completely that paul giamatti was in this movie i've seen it quite a few times i forgot <laughs> he's in this movie are you talking about when they show like the whole like the big set and everything mm-hmm. yeah how big do you think that set is you know because like Big enough to be seen from space, obviously. But it's like right behind the Hollywood sign. I mean, it's huge. It's large enough for somebody to spend 30 years there and not question it, you know? Yeah. Thinking it's and the I'm, entire world. It has that huge harbor in it, too. The All that ocean. Yeah, that's got to be taking up a lot of space. I don't know. It doesn't seem like enough space to keep... Some, like I'm just thinking about like driving from Blackfoot to Pocatello or something, you know? I'm pretty sure is is it how much bigger is it that large? It's probably that big, I bet. It's even bigger than that, yeah. Yeah, 
Interesting. Um, and then he gets interviewed by that guy, and I told Kristen, I was like, hey, that sounds like that guy from The Simpsons. <laughs> and she's like, it is that guy. And I was like, wait, didn't we just watch a movie with that guy? And I said the same thing. What was the oh movie we watched? Do you... This is Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. And I said the same thing to her when oh we were gosh. watching it. I was like, isn't that the guy from The Simpsons? Or that sounds like the guy from The Simpsons. Um, and it was. And it's the same actor. <laughs> so I just wow. thought that was funny. Because he sounds just like Reverend Lovejoy is his like voice he's using. That's the one he's using? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess a little bit of the principle too, but Scared. yeah. Um, and then he's like asking him questions. He's like, I know how much you value your privacy. So it's like the exact opposite of Truman because Truman's everyone can see everything. Do you think they film when he's on the toilet? Of course. It's 24 seven. I mean, they is they, Truman a virgin? No, because remember, Scully is like, ah, they never show anything. They always just show the window and the curtain is that what blowing he says? and stuff. Yeah. Oh, hey, wait a second. So that other, um, like the operating room, like where they the are filming yeah, stuff. The yeah, the room. directors, whatever. Yeah. The guy that's uh, Paul Giamatti has running the board, you know, and then uh-huh. he like messes up or whatever the young guy that guy yeah his name is adam tomei he's marissa tomei's younger brother oh that's cool oh that's interesting how funny is that sorry i was just looking up the actors <laughs> aunt may her brother the um the interview guys like then decides to take calls and he's like we got a call from or no we got a call from somebody he's like how many cameras do you have and he's like, we got 5,000. And to me, I'm like, that doesn't sound like enough cameras to me for this. It's a large area. Um, and then thinking later on when they can't find him, I'm like, you can't find him with 5,000 cameras. Like, I well, feel like you should be able to um, check each of those cameras over enough time. Yeah, they got to get that Batman technology where they can just search for faces, you know. And they have cameras on that boat. It's like, you guys yeah. didn't check those cameras? Yeah, that's funny. Um, I like how uh, when they're looking for him, they're like, enhance, enhance. Yeah. When he's in that room, when he's in his room, you know? In the room, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what are they, what are they Blade Runner over here? You know? <laughs> enhance. Tracking to the left. <laughs> um, um, he, but, they get a call, the call, second call. He's like, uh, we got the Hague for Kristoff. And I thought that was funny because the Hague is like the location of like human rights stuff that all the countries obey and all that stuff oh, okay so that that was like a dumb little joke yeah it was dumb their search pattern when they're searching for truman you know they see him like he's dug his hole yeah he's gotten his way out or whatever it is what is the search pattern they're like all holding arms and like marching let's all everybody in the town link up and le- search one area together it's what so are they dumb. doing um, so I've actually, um, not done the link arm stuff, but like standing side by side. Yeah. Cause you want to um, sweep. You want to do like a grid yeah. pattern, right? Kind of. Yeah. But you want to go. Kind in of. A, so yeah. Cause you're like sweeping all. You want to know. So yeah. You want to ensure everything is covered. Like if you're all spread apart, like there could be things missed in between. 
But yeah, linking the arms is a little weird. They're like marching, like step and step, you know. Yeah. It was just weird to me. Um, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And then you have Chris Kristoff too, when he's getting interviewed, he's like, "I'm determined the first on-air contraception will take place." Yeah. Why does he want that to happen so bad? Wait, isn't it conception? Conception, yeah. What did I say? Contraception? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need birth control on this show. <laughs> we need okay. we need a, another sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was really weird when he said that. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> then you had um, that night, then he's sleeping in the basement and stuff because Meryl's left him. And who's that guy on the exercise bike right in front of the screen? What's the what the hell is going on there? I don't understand that. Yeah, that was really weird. I got nothing. <laughs> I don't remember that happening. Oh my god. The end. <laughs> the end does come very fast, I feel like. Um, well, really quick too. Like the whole town's looking. Well, why'd you add a freaking Stonehenge or not Stonehenge? It was the uh, Easter Island. Head. Easter Island. Easter Island. I'm sorry. I'm. Gosh. It's it's twelve thirty in the morning. I've been up since five. I'm sorry. All right. Look, I got a couple more notes. Okay, the whole town's looking for him, but they're all. Um, like, still pretending to be in character and stuff. I'm like, yeah. I think your cover is blown right now, okay? The whole no. town is up and awake. <laughs> no. I know, like, the, they brought the sun up, like, in the middle yeah. of the night. Like, <laughs> the, Everybody's like, what time is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I thought it was funny that they were, like, reset to, you know, whatever their first cue is or and stuff, like, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like in the town, they're yes, all just yeah. standing there, like waiting for their cue when he comes, you know, his normal way to go to work and stuff. Yeah, they I think they're going to, yeah, what, trick him to come to work by ter- bringing the sun up? That was funny. Um, And really, to me, I thought, wouldn't it be better for the sake of trying to convince him that nothing is happening for most people just act like everything is normal still. Yeah, for real. It's so weird. Like, you could have Marlon and maybe even his, uh, Mar- Meryl, you know, come comes back to the house and have them looking for him, but it doesn't make sense. Especially because at that point you didn't know he was out on the water. Yeah. Well, they knew he had dug the hole and escaped, you know? Yeah. The um, whole thing where he's trying to kill him, too. Like, I really bet Kristoff would have preferred he died. Yeah, in the ocean. Like, kept it, his life lived out in the story that he got to tell, that Kristoff got to control. Because he was definitely just about being God Mm -hmm. in this thing. You can't kill a man on camera. Why not? He was born on camera. Yeah. And then um, he, like, survives and the storm clears up. And, and then all of a sudden he crashes into the wall. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was, funny. <laughs> that was talk, so funny Talk about me. breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> yeah. 
um, him walking along, and then the, he comes to the staircase. I, that is like one of my favorite visuals. I think yeah. from any any movie, honestly, it's really it's cool. So good. It just like and really like it stands out, but it like blends in at the same time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, everybody watching the show when he finally mm-hmm. makes a decision and, and he gets out, everyone is happy mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and we didn't talk about this enough, but that little portrait he's making of uh, Sylvia, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His, old, his old library chickadoo. His flame. He's like cut, cut, cutting things out of magazines and stuff and covering it up with coughs. He's just tearing it out, you know? Yeah. He's trying to find the perfect things, which I thought that was... Uh, he gets some good eyes at that part, and I wonder if it was actually that actress's eyes. It had to be in her eyes. They were so perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't talk a lot about how she's watching this whole thing this unfold, whole thing, yeah. too. And she calls in like, later on. Yeah, and then she, like, after he makes it up the stairs and decides to leave, like, she immediately takes off so she can try to go meet him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I read that the original script had them reuniting and then Truman also confronting like Kristoff and stuff. Um, but yeah. I like the open like yeah. of this too. Yeah. I like this ending. It ends too. with hope and stuff. And then he goes through and it, when he goes to leave, he gives his classic. If I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening and good night. Yeah. Such a good line. Um, and then I love Scully. He's like, all right, what else is on? <laughs> Yeah, it's such a, I felt that so much, especially for today where we have these phones in our hands where we're constantly scrolling and what's the next thing, what's the next video, what's the next, you know, we're never satisfied, we're never, you know, and it's, even in that where you have a A show that's on. A culmination of 30 years, yeah. Yeah, you have a 30 year lifespan, you're watching the entire thing and you're like, all right, now what? You know, it's it's never enough. Yeah, Totally. That was my last note. Did you guys have anything else? No, that that was it. That was yeah. Uh, him leaving Epic AF. Yep, I'm done. That's the Truman Show. I love it. Final thoughts. Um, I can take it first. So, this I've said I've watched this movie quite a few times. This to me is a five star, five out of five movie i love it so much um ooh, it's so good we love it so much uh, the, i don't know if you remember that video that tiktok i was watching the other night Chris, where that southern trucker guy was eating weird food and ooh, we love it so good i did not hear that all right this is for nobody but me um but anyway oh my God. truman show five stars of the episodes <laughs> i know i know <laughs> um i love this movie jim carrey deserved um, at least the nomination. I don't know who won that year, but he probably won the award too for the Oscar. Um, I also think Laura Linney probably deserved to be nominated because she played like that character within a character so well. Like you yeah. honestly mm-hmm. could feel that she was playing Meryl. It kind of reminded me of uh, you know, Step Brothers, the the wife of Adam Scott. Yeah, like kind of reminds me of that. Totally. Um. The set design is amazing, especially the way they used that real town and um, just visually like the movie is so appealing too. Mm-hmm. So five stars. I love this movie. I was a little, uh, my star rating is only four stars. 
I don't know why. I don't know why. I, like, there's just little nitpicky things, you know, that I was like, what? Type of things that mm-hmm. I, that's why I didn't get five. But uh, it's such a fun watch. And it went by, it went by fast. It was enjoyable. Um, I love rooting for Truman and Jim Carrey and just all of that. I loved, um, it was really different. I, I love the, I love the different viewpoints on all the cameras, you know, the different choices yeah. that they could make and there's so many options to choose from and the variety was really cool. Uh, and, uh, just talk about some dedicated extras, man. I'm talking about some, you know, for life on the list you got all the jacob's all, the all about these extras you think they have union rights these extras they got to <laughs> i hope so i hope they have a good union rep <laughs> they better be on sag you know what i'm saying yeah but that's it yeah, four stars that's it uh well i gave it five stars and that's what i had previously rated it as well um i think all around it's just such a great movie um like alex said it's like the set design everything on it the actors are really good the story is really good i think it was all executed perfectly and i think jim carrey is like just the best actor ever like he's definitely up there as one of the best talk about actors talk about people his art his yeah exactly yeah like i've always loved jim carrey he's just an all-around perfect human being, I think. Yeah, I, so. I agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. The, um, um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey. I was trying to look Almighty, who, who won Freeman. the Best Actor Award over <clears throat> him even being nominated. Yeah, he wasn't even nominated, so. <laughs> yeah, so hold on. No, I get a chance to win the award. Well, I just want to see. Okay. Roberto Benigni from Life is Beautiful won. Also nominated, Tom Hanks from Saving Private Ryan. That's good. Ian McClellan from Gods and Monsters. Nick Nolte from Affliction. And Edward Norton from American History X. Hmm. I know a few of those actors. I don't know the winner, though. Yeah. It was an Italian comedy drama, Life is Beautiful. So mm. he also wrote and directed the movie that actor did. Oh, wow. So that'll be my next pick. <laughs> uh, no, <I'm> just <laughs> But that does tee us up for the third of three films in this theme of movies dealing with free will or fate or destiny. And my selection, as we announced last week, is Arrival. Oh, sci-fi yeah. Sci-fi film. I forgot about that. So we will watch that next, and then that will uh, wrap up this theme. And Kristen, you are on deck for the next theme. So be thinking. Ugh, I don't even know what I'm going to pick at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that brings us to a close here. So, uh, of course, we want to thank you all for listening. Um, we love you so good uh, listening this long. Love you we so love good. You so good. <laughs> <laughs> great no but so good <laughs> and uh, as always rate review subscribe on itunes spotify uh stitcher <laughs> wherever you listen um even if you still use that old stitcher app lance uh and you can find hey, us i use stitcher on Twitter. what a loser 
Um, You're a loser. On Twitter. Should we talk at about our, uh, our our ratings that we have so far? Yeah. What ratings do we have so far? We got no ratings so far. Yeah. Not bad, not good. I'm going to go <laughs> on and rate us then. Damn. That's what I'm saying. We need some ratings. We need some reviews. Um, at ILL Take 3 Podcast. At ILL Take 3 Podcast. That's where we are on Twitter. I'm also on Twitter at Alex Expressed. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Jake Duke. Follow me. Like all my tweets always, please. I'm so desperate for likes. No good. Uh, and I am at I am Kristen One. I don't do a lot on Twitter, so I don't I don't really care. <laughs> I'm desperate. that's it for us from uh, Burbank Studios in Hollywood see you next time on I'll Take Three bye bye that's a wrap with cameras through set taking tribute taking camera one and three Two, one. <laughs> My name is Alex, and I'm here to say that we're starting a podcast <laughs> episode today. No, no more raps at the beginning. Okay. You do that every episode. <laughs> no, last episode he stole from TikTok. Oh my god! Oh, today? that's right, huh? Oh yeah. Hello, buddy. <laughs> oh god.